2: All right, huge win for the Red Sox as they take this one from the Blue Jays 6-5 to five in 10 innings. Welcome in. We're with you all the way up until midnight. Nissan's an easier choice than ever with our exciting and fuel-efficient lineup. Now get great offers across our full line. Shop at your local Nissan store or nissanusa.com. This hour also brought to you by Unified Office and their revenue-producing restaurant phone technology. I don't know about you, but I'm fired up after this one. The way that things went down last night, the way the Red Sox lost, and the Tanner Hauk conversation, that was a horrible night for the Red Sox, right? And I'm not getting into vaccine talk, but the reality is the Red Sox have a guy that's important in their bullpen, and he wasn't available. And some of the issues and some of the scars with this team, the warts, I should say, showed up. They don't have enough arms in the bullpen. They still don't. I mean, it was on display again tonight. They don't have enough arms in the bullpen, right? All that stuff was revealed last night. So, it was Bloom's fault for not giving Alex score enough to work with. Tanner Houck was not available for his teammates. All that stuff. And the fact they weren't hitting with runners in scoring position, and they failed to do that a lot of times tonight. But that was the storyline about this team. All negative. This is a gutsy win tonight. This is an opportunity to go up against their best pitcher. Alec Manoa has been one of the best pitchers in the American League. He's in the conversation for the Cy Young you get three runs off him, of course, you get the big home run from Alex Verdugo to make it a 3-2 to two game in that sixth inning at that particular point in time. And then you have the outing from Pavetta. I would argue that Pavetta didn't have anywhere near his best stuff. He gave you 109 pitches. He gave you six-plus innings. He gave you everything you had. And the most important thing, we knew that the Blue Jays' bullpen sucks. It blows. We saw it last night. You had to get to the bullpen with an opportunity to win the game. You obviously did that last night, and then you gave it back. The other night on Monday, you just didn't have that opportunity because Seabold got hit pretty hard in that particular game. And this isn't me taking a shot at Seabold. That was just the reality. You weren't going to win that game. So it was imperative that Pavetta kept them in the game against Manoa so the Red Sox could try to go after that Blue Jays bullpen, and they did it. Mission accomplished, big-time win. This would have been an awful feeling losing three in a row to Toronto. You had to pick up one of these games, and it felt like this was the most— well, I should say Monday was the most difficult game to win because of the matchup in terms of Gosman against Seabold. But this was up there. This was a very difficult game for the Red Sox to win, and credit them for doing it. And credit for Dugo, man. The huge home run, of course. But how about what happened in the 10th inning? That was a horrible at-bat from Xander Bogarts. Bogarts grounds into a double play with the bases loaded. Now, you had taken the lead, but what we would realize is you are going to need to add on more runs because of what happened in the bottom of the 10th inning. Bogarts grounds into the double play. Verdugo comes up with a massive hit. And now if you look at Verdugo, this hitting streak is up to 10 games. And it feels like every hit he has is big. Think about the hit he had on Saturday. Verdugo hits the huge home run, right? He hit that huge home run off of Shane Bieber, the ace of Cleveland, and he hits the huge home run tonight, and then he has the huge hit in extra innings. Just a massive week for Verdugo, and this is a totally different dimension for this Red Sox lineup because for the first time all season, J.D.'s not hitting. I mean, he had an absolutely atrocious series. His only RBI came when he got hit. He did not have hit in the series. Bogarts does not look very comfortable at the plate right now. During that time, Verdugo... Last 10 games, he is 16 for his last 39. That's a 4-10 batting average. He has now had four consecutive multi-hit games. He is absolutely on fire right now. All right, before we go any further, let's hear from the manager, Alex Gore.
4: Hi, Drama Tonight. Uh, Ultimately, how do you think you guys are able to put together victory? Um... He's a good pitcher. Actually, both of them, both starters are really good at what they do. and We grinded a bats, you know, a hustle play by Xander and a good swing by Doogie. And then, uh, you know, uh, just keep grinding a bats, keep playing. It seems like the last probably 10 games in this place has been like close games till the end. And, uh, you know, finally we got one, you know. Uh, it's been hard to, to win here, uh, you know. Um, Friver did an amazing job. Strami, you know, he was well rested, so just pushing to the limit, and he made some pitches. You know, and they're, they're a good team, just like us, and uh, it's always hard. But uh, you know, we got four and two in the four and two on the road trip. That's the way we see it. You know, I know we love the series, but you know, uh, we will see the positives and be ready for the Cubs. What you see from Nick? Good fastball again. Good fastball again. Uh, you know, the breaking ball it was okay. Uh, but he was in command, and uh, we we push him. You know, I asked Christian at the end, "How's his stuff?" He's like, "It's still good." You know, the fastball was really good. So, uh, just another big one for him. Another big one, big one for us from him. So uh, he's been he's been amazing. How much were you pushing with, with Strom just to, as that tenth inning? Went it, was, on? It, was, it was his game right there. Yeah. You know, I mean, he didn't pitch yesterday. Uh, you know, we went with the matchups, and today he was rested, and he can do that too. He can go multiple innings, and. Uh, you got good stuff today. Just at the end, you know, they put good at bats, and uh, it came down to Springer. I'm assuming Vlad thought that that was intentional somehow. Who? Vlad Jr. on the when the benches cleared. Like, well, I, you don't know. Know. like uh, I don't you know. I, they were screaming from the dugout, and but nothing happened. Not yeah.
5: a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Was
4: How was it, Nick kind of kept it together after that? Yeah, think? I mean, Bushy with a great visit uh, to slow him down, and um, you know, it's part of the game. You know, it's part of the game, I and. Mean, Know, we're going to be banging heads the rest of the season with those guys and others and so you know um, but not nothing intentional I mean it's, it's, it's part of it uh how big is it to see those two swings from Verdugo and how you know it w- what allows him to be able to get on good fastballs um for what I read he can see the ball now he's not blocking himself so I guess uh no all kidding aside adjustments he's making adjustments and uh He's been swinging the bat well the last few weeks, you know, but uh, in Cleveland here, kind of like he's slowing down the at-bat, um, hitting the ball hard, and um, you know, we, we know this guy. He's a, he's a great hitter. He's an old-school type of hitter, but at the same time, he can catch up with the fastball, and, um, you know, he put a great swing there. What happened with the extra uh, inning thing? Um, they sent they send the runner, but they didn't announce him, so they put Kirk back, and then they use him as a pinch hitter you know uh, you have to actually point to the umpire and nobody did or throw one pitch and it was official so no big deal after last night was it satisfying to be able to close one out just in the yeah in the i playoffs? mean every time we win it's it's, it's it's i mean you know we threw the ball well we threw the ball well you know, it was from it was good and brace you know that ball jackie almost catched. i think he hit it at the end or he got jammed tapia uh shriver was amazing and um all around, you know, a great, great W. How impressed were you with Franchi's game? He, he's <clears throat> there's some intent behind the swings, and uh, now he. At one point there, I think it was Oakland right after the homer in, in Oakland on Sunday, it seems like the, the strike zone was controlling him. He was too passive, and um, you know he's been working hard, and now he's been very aggressive. He's hitting the ball hard, running the bases great, playing great defense. Uh, you know, very happy for him. You know, uh, just uh, he, he didn't stop working the off season. Um, you know, we sent him down. I mean, he doesn't make the club for him to keep playing down there and keep, you know, building confidence. And when when he has his chance, you know, he's he's running away with it, and uh, it's it's fun to watch. Alex, for for JD, obviously not the series he would have wanted, but to to get the winning RBI there. <laughs> we were joking actually about that. You know, like. He followed some tough pitches, you know, one thing about him, regardless of the result, the process will be there and he's going to grind, you know, and he grinded the whole, the whole series here. A lot of guys grinded, they have a good pitching staff, but I think we did a good job against the bullpen, which is important, you know, and, you know, I think we played them, what, in two or three weeks, whatever, you know, we just got to be ready.
2: All right, so that was Alex Cora after the game. If you were to react to anything he said, you certainly can. I, I don't understand why the Blue Jays actually thought that Nick Pavetta was trying to hit the guy there. Why would he try to hit Kirk there? There's a runner on second base. There's two outs. It's an important game for the Reds. Why would he try to do that? He's actually yelling at himself for doing it. And Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is trying to get out there and start a brawl. He actually thinks Pavetta tried to hit the guy. What are we talking about here? That was an absolute joke. I have no idea. How you could possibly think that a guy in an important game like that, who's yelling at himself because he let that pitch get away, was actually trying to hit you. I mean, come on. And then I don't know what's going on there. They're trying to pinch run after a, they've thrown a pitch with a ghost runner on second. I mean, this Blue Jays team, I, I've had enough of these guys. I'm going to tell you. You think about this whole crap with a stupid ass. What is that damn jacket they wear? Like, I mean, what the hell is that thing? And then you have this whole crap tonight with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. trying to start stuff. I mean, come on. This team, this Blue Jays team, let's remember, has accomplished absolutely nothing. Everybody thought they were this unbelievable juggernaut, this wagon last season. They didn't make the playoffs. Remember? They didn't make the playoffs. They act as if they have the resume of the Dodgers or the Astros from this recent generation. They act like they've achieved so much. They've done nothing. And for you guys to act tonight, for you guys, I'm not talking to them, but for them to act tonight like Nick Pavetta is trying to hit them in that situation, I mean, come on. That's just asinine. That is absolutely ridiculous to me. This is a joke. I I really, truly believe these teams are going to throw down at some point because these guys are idiots. They're absolute clowns. 617 779 the number. Brian Barrett with you until midnight. All right, so we'll get to you guys next. What did you make of this win and what did you make of Pavetta's performance? And also, what did you make of the behavior of the Blue Jays? That was unbelievable. They're trying to pinch hit. They're trying to pinch run after the like. They're a joke. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. The number Brian Barrett with you up until midnight. Big win for the Red Sox as they take this one, 6-5 to five over the Blue Jays. Another thing in this game tonight <laughs> about Alec Manoa. He threw his glove at Franchi Cordero's bunt. Everything this Blue Jays team does, and I don't know if it's just me, but them having no idea the rules in the 10th inning, and then them thinking that Pavetta hit Kirk on purpose, and then that crap by Manoa, throwing his glove at the ball. I mean, what was going on tonight? That Blue Jays team is so annoying. All right, the number. Let's get to Billy's in Maine. Hey, Bill. Hey. How are you tonight? I'm doing well, my friend. How are you?
0: I'm, I'm very good. Uh, a great win tonight uh, by the Red Sox. Pavetta was awesome. Um, I think to be competitive, they got to get better. And I see Jackie Bradley. uh we should probably consider uh, putting him down, and maybe go with Russ Snyder, Duran, and the
2: uh Well, you can't option him, PK. so basically, you'd have to get rid of him. You can't option him. Uh, right, right, and it's very. But difficult. your point is, Bill. Uh, I, I understand your point. I appreciate the call, my friend. His point overwhelmingly is that he wants to get rid of Jackie. I believe they're going to keep Jackie on the team for his defense late in games. They want that. I believe that's what's going to happen. We'll see if something changes because Ref Snyder's hitting the ball well. He's hitting the ball hard. We know what Duran can do. Now, Duran is a complete liability in the field late in games, so that may be something they account for. But Jackie has been horrendous at the plate the past couple of games. I mean, what's he now? Oh, for his last 27, and he looks completely overmatched. He's hit the ball well at Fenway this season, but, yeah, he's not a starting everyday outfielder. We all knew this, but I don't think it's going to be a move that happens anytime soon. They're still waiting on Kike Hernandez, and we don't know when he's coming back. Let's get to, and because he had a setback, he wanted to resume baseball activities, they couldn't do it, so we don't know exactly when Kike is going to come back, and when he does come back, he's first going to have to go on a rehab stint. Let's get to Andrew and Sudbury. Hey, Andrew.
5: Hey, Bri. I love the show, man. Thank you. Uh, I just just have a couple points here. I just wanted to uh, talk about this bullpen. We need to get a right-handed weaver. With you, uh, my prefer- my preference would be Daniel Bard, and I really think that move needs to be made sooner than later. Um, I'm also really optimistic uh, for uh, for Sale to come back. Uh, that will bring uh, Whitlock to the bull- back to the bullpen. I yep. hope. Uh,
2: well, Andrew, uh, uh, just to fill you in on that. So earlier today, Alex Cora was on a. Uh, afternoon show, and they asked him about that. And basically he said without saying it that he's going to go back in the bullpen. Okay, okay. The only thing is, uh... like, because he's coming off Tommy John surgery, the only thing is, like, the health, the response of the arm. Is it healthier to go every two days than go every fifth day? So that's the one thing. He said we're still sort of having conversations with Brad Pierce and the trainer. So that's the only thing that would, like, prevent him from going to the bullpen if they decide from a health perspective it's not the right road to take
5: yeah and I, I realized why he had to go to the bullpen in the first place um, but the reality is he's just much better in the bullpen I think his ERA is around 150 as a reliever and then yeah. a little over 4 as a starter I'm with you um, then I'll I'll wrap it up right here uh, is, I just thought it was a great win con- especially considering JD, Rafi and Bo you not have great nights however Ref Schneider uh, Franchi and Verdugo pr- provided the offense um I hope this this win uh, gives us enough momentum to uh, win the series in Chicago and then hopefully go around 500.
2: Yeah, I'd be shocked, Andrew. Just looking ahead, I appreciate the call, my friend. Good stuff. Just looking ahead, looking at the guys that they have going for Chicago. Now, Chicago's offense isn't bad, but their pitching is atrocious. I'd be shocked if they didn't win that series. They're too good. They're too good of a lineup not to beat up on that Chicago pitching. It's absolutely horrible. horrible. Oh, the one other guy that he mentioned there, or in terms of Daniel Bard, I'd be in on that. David Bednar, that's been my guy from day one. That's basically the best reliever on the market if they put him on the market. The other guy that Lou brought up a couple of weeks ago, David Robertson, I looked into his stuff. He's been filthy this year. That's another guy I'd look at. Let's get to Art. He's in Connecticut. Art, what's up, man?
6: Hey, hey. three quick things. I know you got to go. Um, great win. Just an, it's an amazing win tonight. Uh, Schreiber. if no one thinks that he's the real deal now, his last two games have been nothing short of brilliant. And one negative, and you brought it up. When, when the manager of Toronto comes out, and he's got a righty and a lefty in the bullpen in the 10th inning, and he sees he's got a bogey and he's got a doogie, mm-hmm. he goes out and gets the lefty because he's not even worried about bogey. He spat on bogey's shoe. Mm-hmm. Who he was worried about was doogie. And that's when he, right. got, he got the big hit. But, but, but bogey. If he's hurt, bro, come on, sit him down because when he, he gets could to 3 2 3, that's embarrassing. Yeah, Bri, he could 3-2-3? be all right. Uh,
2: Brad Foe had this the other day, that, and he mentioned that he may be a little bit banged up. He's been dealing, remember, going back to spring training, he was dealing with a wrist situation. He had a shoulder situation earlier this season, so he may just be banged up. You may be on to something.
6: Yeah, and I love him. I want him back. I want him to face yeah. the Red Sox. I love him, but that that was an embarrassing moment. Have a you, good night, Brian.
2: Yeah, you too are. But, it, no, it is it is worth mentioning because if you look at Bogarts, so he had a double in last night's game. That was his first extra base hit since the 17th of the month. So he went eight games with not having an extra base hit. That's not Zader Bogarts. Let's get to J.J. in Manchester. Hey, J.J.
0: Hey, what's up Mr. B- uh BB? B, what's B- going Double. on, I'm man? What's here, up? B- B. Hey, my man. Listen, you need a syndicated nationwide show. Um just about baseball. Baseball needs to open up to the, I love baseball. You love baseball. Yep. And um can I say this? I I missed there was a there was a young man that used to be on the airwaves late night. I forgot his name. And God help me. He was good all by himself what was his name late night mark oh. james mark james m j mark james I haven't heard where is mark james I don't know he he moved to Florida he's down there where where is is he um in what market is he I like, don't know if he's on the air. I know he you?
2: went down there because uh, he had family there
0: Mark James was great. you are an unbelievable clone of mark James. I would say Mark James and you and me syndicated across the nation. Um, primetime, though. But we need to be I, – I, I need a primetime squad. All right,
2: day JJ. Day. Hey, good stuff, man. Uh, all
0: right, listen. The Red Sox, the Red Sox tonight, g- good win. Good win. We needed that win just to break that little thing, you know, that's going to keep us – you know, you don't, you don't want to get into the habit of losing. That's not what you want to be we have we're in the uh, right. hey JJ we're up against it I gotta let
2: you go man good stuff that was something
1: (laughs) hey (laughs) it's a compliment take it
2: (laughs) JJ wants a syndicated show me him I haven't talked to Mark James in a while I'll shoot him a text later on I haven't talked to Mark in a while I know he moved to Florida but I haven't talked to him in a while alright thanks to Joe for producing I'll be back with you tomorrow I'll be in for Mud Show from 6 to 10 tomorrow have a great night everybody be safe and be well